Welcome everyone to Ron's Roundtable, your unofficial podcast for all things VFriends Compete and Collect gameplay. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm thrilled to be your guide in this exciting world of strategic fun. On this show, we're diving deep into the immersive universe of VFriends Compete and Collect, exploring gameplay strategies, existing gameplay mechanics, and uncovering those hidden rule suggestions that can give you the edge that you need. Whether you're a seasoned CNC competitor or a hobbyist looking to enhance your skills, this podcast is for you. We'll be tapping into the expertise of fellow CNC enthusiasts and top-tier competitors who will share their invaluable deck-building strategies, tactics, and insights. You'll learn the secrets to outwitting your opponents and achieving victory. All right, guys, welcome back. We have a special guest in studios today, IJ Rob. I'm sure anybody who's been in the Compete and Collect ecosystem knows Jay, um, probably knows a lot about the space that he had over at VCon, uh, some of the work that he's been doing over at Courtyard, early adopter inside of the blockchain and and uh, digitizing assets and things of that nature. Um, Jay, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, man. Thanks thanks for having me. I, I've been listening to your past uh, few episodes and really enjoyed it. And uh, even in the car, when I can't see the video, I still enjoy listening to the gameplay and, and conversation. So thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt about it. I I appreciate that as well. And I think that sometimes I get caught up with the leaving that piece inside of the podcast. Um, I thought about taking it out, like separating it completely. And I was like, you know what? I think that it's it's good to hear the pauses and and the gameplay. And I, I like it. So thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. No, absolutely. It's I'm glad that you've taken this and run with it because we need more we need more of this conversation happening uh, in a recorded format that we can listen to anytime. Yep, absolutely. I like to meet people where they're at, and it seems like podcasts are, are they they meet that piece um, because they are mobile For friendly sure. and all of that. But um, so, can you explain to me a little bit about like where where this passion for cards comes from? Have you always been a card guy? What what's have you always just been collectible guy? Kind of run me through a little bit, like. Early stages, uh, yes. Uh, so looking back, like when I reflect on my youth and um, where I'm at today, like I've always had a passion for collecting. Uh, it's it's transitioned into all different things from uh, from pogs as a kid to Beanie Babies to um, to Pokemon cards, and now enjoying collecting. Pokemon cards with my son, right? There's a ton of nostalgia there. Um, and I got, I got really hooked on the, the V friends world. I've followed Gary for a long, long, long time. I used to um, watch his uh, segments in the daily, which was a, a newspaper on the iPad and uh, short lived, but he used to do a segment on there and I just loved his uh, kind of futurist thinking and, uh, so that's probably been 10 plus years that I've been following Gary. And then uh, I work in big tech, so I love tech and anything uh, kind of cutting edge. Um, and so when the NFTs came around, it was a natural fit. Like, this is the moment I've been looking forward to engage with someone like Gary. Uh, and so I, I, I minted a few of the V1s and loved the community. But the cards just connected all the pieces for me. Like I saw the V1 cards hit the, uh, the series one cards hit the, uh, it's go for sale. I think that was like over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Cause that was the blind up. auction, right? Did you get, you get in on the blind auction or did you go secondary? I did. Yeah. So I got in on the blind auction. Uh, I, I was planning to rip them. Right. So I bought five boxes at the blind auction. Okay. was really excited to get them, got them, kind of held them for a few days, saw the prices skyrocket. And I was like, yeah, this is just irresponsible for me not to sell at these prices. Um, So I ended up selling all five boxes that I had. Uh, They were selling for 15 to $20,000 at the time. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's too big of a come up to not, to yeah. not take it triple so, your money as much days. as i wanted to rip triple yeah. your money in three days i was dying plan. to rip hey what did you think about him going with zero cool which is like this newer newer brand versus like a traditional brand what were your thoughts on that yeah i mean 
I think everything about V Friends is kind of trying to be cutting edge, you know, and I, I appreciated um, later on when I did rip, I appreciated the quality of the cards, the quality of the packaging. You know, I think Josh Luber, who was founded Zero Cool, and all, he's got like a, you know, a huge track rate uh, of success. So, like, why not? Like, why not take that chance? Like, if you're Gary, why not take that chance on something new? that has it's backed by, you know, a, a good name and, and a proven track record. So I don't know. I think it was did a good move know, did you and know uh, they continue Luber? to work together. Did you know Josh Luber and zero cool before you, you got into the cards or did you learn about them after? Yeah, I knew about Josh. I didn't, I didn't know about zero cool. Um, I think that was, I mean, I, the friends, that was the first set release from zero cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've since bought like I've since bought their uh, Stranger Things cards and uh, enjoyed their presence at the national uh, last year. But yeah, I, I mean, I think it's it's cool to have a uh, a section of their business, like a card business, that is focused on these kind of unique categories. Yeah, makes sense. So the and also just to back up a little bit, so you said that you got into the V ones. Which character was the one that you were like, I got to have that character? Or did you just try and mint whatever was around? Yeah, so I I had minted a uh, Happy Hermit Crab. I just liked the look of it and the message. And, uh, and then I was like, I was, you know, the mint was, it took a couple of weeks, I think. And the gift goats were sitting there and it was at the floor, at the floor, which was 5 ETH. And I was just like... Man, I got like I got to figure out a way to get there. So I ended up selling the the hermit crab and making my way up uh, to the gift goat. But it was okay. cool. I was able to mint the gift goat before the sale ended. So um, I got a gift goat, and then I ended up getting a. I still have a, a core rare robot. That's like my favorite, one of my favorites. And then uh, a lot of you know I, I'm a big fan of the fearless fairy uh, in the series two set. So I have I've got some of those too. So yeah, nice, nice. So you're a goat holder and a robot holder. Those are two pretty solid picks, my friend. Pretty solid picks. Yeah, they're in the wallet. They're not going anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm riding the goat till the end, yeah. uh, and we'll see where it goes after okay. this year. Last okay. year. Totally, yeah. totally respect that. Uh, so you do also have a brand, To The Moon. Um, ex- what is To The Moon, and like, what's the purpose of it? Yeah, so... Uh, so the, so let's back up a little bit. So okay. I sell the boxes, right? I sell the boxes, but I'm still like dying to get some of these cards. And so the market eventually kind of comes back down to reality and kind of finds finds its price point, you know, in the three to five thousand dollar range. Um, and I figured I'll take some of the profits from selling the boxes and get back in. And at that time, I had no intentions of like going all in on these cards. I was just going to have some fun with them. Uh, but then I ended up setting this goal. Like I, I was going through the packs and I was like, okay, I probably ripped three or four boxes, was enjoying it. Started to get 30, 50 cards. And I was like, man, do I, do I go for the whole 200 some character set? And uh, the one day I ripped a box and I was like, I, I got a black hat. Like it was a core black hat, which never, and that was the moment where I was like, which never what? show up. They never come out. Yeah, <laughs> they never seem to come out, and it was like this motivation for me to finish. I was like, all right, I've got the one of the hardest cards to get. And yeah. I was like, I think I can do this, and so I started just networking with everyone in Discord. Like I probably hit a lot of you listening to this podcast up at some point for a particular character uh, that I saw you either post a break or. Uh, you were selling it or whatever. And uh, with the help of the community, with the help of my friend Lee and some others, I was able to make the set happen, uh, which was a, a, a big achievement that I didn't think I would have. I didn't think I would achieve so quickly. But along the way, you're naturally going to have a lot of extra cards, right? And so uh, I graded most of them. Um, I figured, why not try to have a little space at VCon in Gary's garage sale to kind of sell these extras, spend time with the community, you know, make a little money back that I, I invested, but also 
provide a, a place for people to sell their cards. We did a consignment option for people uh, so people could give us their cards. We took a small percentage. It gave them a venue though to sell their to sell their cards. And we also did some fun things like highlighting um, some big cards. You know, we got the, the all the Series Two Black Cat specs together and some other big cards in a in a kind of Grail showcase. Overall, it was just it started as a, a little side side business and it's grown into something uh, even bigger and more exciting. You know, we've got some some plans to continue to give back to the community uh, with things around gameplay. And I partnered up with Tom uh, Teacher to um, to kind of build a, the streaming end of the, the business as well. So he's doing a great job and uh, he seems like he's going to be a great partner for To The Moon. So that's where we're at. Yeah. And that's a really cool progression as well is the ability to like just had the conviction to make the call and be like, yeah, we're going to go all in on these cards. And then all of a sudden the market responds and is like, wow. I could sell these, make a ton, come back into it whenever it settles back in, and then have some margin to play with to to then mm-hmm. get into a situation where you're like, okay, now I can get all the cards, have a bunch of extras, get into and and even going further back is like now it gives you an opportunity to actually engage with the V Friends brand itself by being at VCon and adding to the ecosystem. And I think the networking piece I think people are are like really selling it short. This whole networking side of the compete and collect cards, being able to complete sets, being able to have that little reputation channel, um, and have everybody yeah. kind of tagging you inside of that. And if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not in the ecosystem yet, and you want to try and get some cards, that reputation channel is a great place to start. You can see who's in the, in the game, um, and then hitting them up. I think is one of the things that I've even. Like I know eBay, cover your ears. But whenever you message the seller and and you start talking to them, and then you realize that they're in Discord as well, and you're like, okay, I know that your reputation's mm-hmm. good, so here we go. Or even if you hit somebody gets hit up on Twitter or whatever, like that channel is important. And having the having that ability to make that happen in real life, like you did at the at VCon. I think is just impressive because you you were able to network everybody together, put everybody in one spot, and I think that's what really grows this this whole entire ecosystem is being able to do these in real life events. Yes, virtual is amazing because we're all over the world, but then to bring everybody together and have that um, just to have that pool because you've helped so many people out and and you've made some people some money and and vice versa. You know, I think it's really cool and and really um, impactful. Yeah, I'll tell you, like at VCon, uh, I spent the entire time talking. Like, and it was great. I loved it. People would come up. There was a lot of questions. People were like, I've got these cards. What do I do with them? What's grading? You know, uh, what's worth more, this or that? And it was, uh, and we were, at the time, we were still speculating around a game that, that Refense was working on. And so, uh, it was so great to just have a spot at VCon where people could break boxes, ask questions, um, buy something, right? And and I was like encouraging people to trade at my table. Like, this is the spot in this huge stadium. Like, let's make this the the card hub. And it was, it was really a home run. I had saw. a lot of fun. What was the biggest trade that you saw happen in front of your eyes? Oh, geez. If you could nail down like, oh, maybe man. a top three, one that stands out or just like a top three. Yeah, a lot of the trades were smaller. I, I'd say the biggest, the biggest moment for me at VCon, which was so fun, and there's video out there, is Gary made his way through, and was supporting the vendors in Gary's garage sale, and uh, he just he came in our booth and was just overwhelmed by all the cards sitting out there, but he went right to the series one cards that I had on display and he picked out four or five, and it was just like I'll take that, 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 and that. He knew exactly what he wanted, really stuck with the tens. He got the panda, the astronaut, and some other big ones. And so for me, that was a, a huge sale uh, that happened in two minutes unexpectedly. So mm-hmm. that was a, a big moment. Yeah. So what is your grail card? 
that you currently have or that you're <laughs> trying to get? Do you have a Grail card? I do. So I have a few. So uh, I have a sketch card, a principal praying mantis sketch card that I just really love having a, a sketch. There's for those of you not familiar in the series one deck, there was a sketch of each of the new characters. Uh, we've seen a lot of them be pulled, uh, but there's still some big ones out there that we haven't seen. So the uh, the Red Devil, for example. Um, I've seen the fairy. I've tried to get the fairy. He, uh, the owner is not selling, but has given me first dibs if he ever sells. Uh, and then also, I'm just trying to uh, I'm trying to collect as many of uh, the Fearless Fairy cards as I can. They're kind of my other kind of grail. Like I like I like collecting one character in addition to to bigger cards. Um, and so I've been grabbing all the rares, very rares. And there's a there's an emerald out there that I have my eye on. Um, and I, I have the lava, which matches my NFT profile picture, which is fun. Yeah. Got it. Now that's, I've noticed that a lot of folks, they go after a certain character. I mean, me, myself, I mean, I'm, I'm the salamander yeah. and you know, like every time something breaks, everybody's like, they hit you up They're like, Hey, did you see this that got <laughs> broke? Or did you see that this person's selling this? And like your DMS fly open and it's pretty cool to, to just kind of be that that um that point of contact so everything sort of filters to you which is nice <laughs> so true i get the tag right away yeah uh did you see this one did you see this one i'm like you're, you're telling the seller that i'm like a guaranteed buyer can you, you can turn it down a notch but yeah yeah uh so the prices funny. seem to go up whenever that happens yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you want the worst, but um so uh. the, the streaming side of things so you and you and tom have sort of partnered up uh you have a new a new league that just started up last night. We had the we had the draft, and um, it actually went smoother than expected. And yeah. trying to understand like what. Obviously, you're into cards, and you know breaking is important, and you know streaming is important to to grow it. And why do you think that having this type of league and streaming these cards in the gameplay is important? And and why are you into it? Yeah, it's a good question. I I think uh, there's the there before before these cards, right? There was this kind of gap in time that I would connect with people. Like I would ping people in Discord, we catch it up, and then I might not talk to someone for a couple months. Or um, I think what we've done here, without the help of V friends, V friends gave us the cards. They gave us a great game. But I think it's our jobs, you included, creating content, Tom, myself, building the back end for a lot of this stuff. I think, I think we are really passionate about the community that's rallied around this content and this 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 fun uh, side hobby. And so I'm just passionate about making it successful for my own gain, my own uh, gain in that I'm building a great network of people and friends. Um, and, uh, we're having a lot of fun along the way. So like, yeah. if that means investing a few hours in building a game board or creating a website or, you know, I, I'm all, I'm all for it because at the end of the day, I'm meeting great people and having fun. So, and that's kind of why I'm doing it. I'm yeah. having more fun jerking around on fucking Twitch mm-hmm. than I ever thought I would. <laughs> Like honestly, I'm like we're in there, we're playing marble games, talking shit, just yeah. like just cutting up and yeah. having fun. And yes, it is building yeah. up the this this ecosystem and but man, how many how many people I've been able to connect with as a result of the streams that you guys are putting on is like it's so cool to be able to do that and now be like, Yeah, I do Discord and Twitch and this is what we do. And having tournaments and cash yeah. prizes and giveaways, I mean, it's a it's an absolute show. I mean, it is. It a, is. It's a and legit show. Like, and we as a community have, have built this. Yeah. Like, no one else has given us like this platform is all homegrown, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know, Josh and Tom, like, it's it's crazy, and uh, I just wonder where it goes from here. And like, Tom and I, uh, Tom is like the face of the stream right he's got that personality that outgoing he's entertaining to watch right yeah and 
I knew that if him and I came together and partnered, we could do big things. And so we're, we're texting each other every day with some kind of new business idea or some kind of new breaking idea. And so it's already starting to happen where we're trying to think of the next big thing. How can we make the community bigger? How can we grow? How can we go? Like we're, we're going to start exploring other TCG games and, and trying to have fun with that. So, uh, like it feels like we're just getting started, but it also feels like we've been doing this a long time, even though we, we have it. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's almost like a, it's, it's a well-oiled machine at this point. Yeah. There's some snafus and stuff, but Tom's really, he's really picked up on a lot of the, the nuances of Twitch and, and getting a little bit more involved and, and Josh too, like those guys are both doing really good things uh, f- for the whole entire ecosystem. And I heard you guys talking about Lorcana last night and I asked a couple yeah. of weeks ago about Lorcana from our local card shop. And I was like, Hey, did you get any boxes? And they did uh, not for sale. And so you guys are going to break some, some Lorcana boxes, right? Yeah, they're supposed to be delivered today, uh, and I hope to break them this week. We'll see. For those who um, don't know about Lorcana, yeah. can you just give like a TLDR on on what it is? Yeah, I think uh, so. With the Pokemon craze, Magic's kind of uh, had a revival, and um, you know, I think with COVID and things like games, physical trading card games have uh, there's been a new revival there, and so Disney obviously wanted a piece of that pie. And so they've created their own trading card game that I, you know, it's, it's, it's got some elements of magic and others, um, but it's got its own unique characteristics too. So the idea is you, you buy these boxes, you can buy a starter deck and you can start playing the game pretty quickly and easily. And I'd say it's from what I've seen, you know, you think Disney, you think children, but I think this game is more aimed for like, from what I've seen of it, like, middle school all the way through adults right i think it's really game it's it's for that but tom and i are going to try to figure it out and see see how we do uh it'll be fun to try something different but disney's obviously trying to tap into this market too yeah for sure and i saw some of the stamped uh the the d23 stamped cards or the pack is or the set mm-hmm. of seven are going for like 20 grand right now or something like that um which brings me to my next thing that I wanted to talk about, which is courtyard.io. Uh, the, yeah. the digitizing of these physical assets and putting them on the blockchain. Uh, you were an early adopter with Courtyard, big supporter of theirs, tons of your cards on inside of their ecosystem. Uh, we've had them on the podcast of uh, my other podcast to break down like I had Nico on, if you've met Nico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met Nico. Yep. And, uh, you know... Why do you why do you think that this is the future? Why did you put so many of your your grail card like your your big collection is heavy mm-hmm. on there? So what do you think about courtyard and kind of why are you supporting that? Yeah, I, I felt like it was the right combination of things for the for this particular V Friends card set. So uh Obviously, we're, it's a very Web3 audience in the first place because the project originated as an NFT. <clears throat> but then the fact that Courtyard was willing to do all the onboarding at no cost. So I was able to send them my cards. They paid for the postage. They scanned them in, made this beautiful NFT, <clears throat> minted it on the blockchain. And now I have an asset that's a really easy to sell trade uh you know i gave away one last night on the stream i could just put in someone's wallet address and send it off um and my problem was all my cards were locked up in boxes you know and i actually prefer being able to see them on the blockchain on my screen than locked away somewhere Yes. Not only that, I wanted to vault my cards. Like I wanted to vault my cards because I was paying homeowners insurance for some of this stuff. And like this is silly. Like why am I there? And they're just sitting in the corner. And so uh, it checked all the boxes for me. They also, when it comes to the business side, <clears throat> being able to sell at six percent, actually five percent, because you get one percent back. But being able to sell at five percent is less than half of what eBay is. So if I can, if I can make that happen and then along with that 1%, that 1% is in perpetuity, you get 1% back for every time that card sells. 
And right now the market's slow. You know, right now it's still a growing platform. It's still a startup. Uh, but I can picture someday, which I believe these cards will continue to grow in interest, um, that they could be traded many, many times over their lifetime on the blockchain. So I felt that I, it checked all those boxes for me. And uh, not just that, like I've met the, the, the founders, I've met Zach, who's taking care of uh, the people that are behind the scenes. And it's just the organization, the people are just class act and they really believe in what they're building. And so I, I trusted them with my, with my collection. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've kind of glossed over the huge partnership they have, which is Brinks. And that's where your, that's where all of your assets are actually vaulted is with Brinks. And the front end is the courtyard.io. And it's like, there's a trusted entity on the back end that's actually housing all of these assets for you that can be called at any time. Like you can send them in there, but then you can get them back anytime and worldwide. Yeah. I've redeemed some, I've redeemed redeemed some that I needed to play in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you you know, it it was smooth as could be. How quick were you able to get them back? That was a question that I did have. I, I don't, I don't know that timing. I'd say it took about a week okay. uh, with shipping. Uh, you do have to pay for return shipping, which is very fair in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they came, they came FedExed, uh, really well packed. You know, I think the crew at Brinks probably has a packing team or something. I'm not sure, but uh, the whole experience was was really good. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear that there's uh, attention to detail, attention to care. Uh, for those for those high dollar items, I mean they're they're collectibles. And the other thing too is like if you want to get into the business side of it, um, yes, it's like half the cost of selling on eBay for sure. That's that's number one. Um, and then getting that purpose that almost like the commission, that one percent commission every time that thing sells yeah. is also good. Um, it's like also too there's there's this gap in time that happens in this traditional world where you have to prove authenticity and then sell. Now it's already proven authentic as a graded card. Mm -hmm. It's on the system. So it can be immediately liquidated as long as there's a buyer, of course, but it, it it stops that or it gets rid of that gap. And that's something too, that I thought was really interesting um, with having courtyard and the onboarding process is totally free. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, yeah. how does that even, how's that even possible? You don't have to pay for an account. Yeah. You don't have to pay for anything. It's amazing. They're working off of that margin, right? Yeah, I think, and I think they're also trying to grow, you know, so I think, I don't know if it'll always be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I definitely, I wanted to tap into it early. Uh, but so far, and I've sold a few things on there. I sold some Pokemon cards on there. That seems to be right now. It seems to be growing even faster than the V friends on there. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. It's, it's, it's going to be, I'm excited to see where they go. Like thinking that this is just the beginning. And when you think about the potential for, you know, gameplay on the blockchain, Mm -hmm. right. I can have proof of ownership of a card, integrate that into gameplay. Like, that just it becomes the and the possibilities are endless. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Because at, at this point, like we're all just having a big trust system. <laughs> we, right. We're just trusting yeah. each other to like we have the cards, we're not cheating, none of that. Um, but the blockchain right. affords a yeah. uh, a trustless, less trustworthy system um that is that's nice yeah. to have. Well, Jay, do you want to play a game? Oh yeah, let's do it. All right, dude. I'd love to. Let me get here. Yeah, I got to get my stuff set up as well. Everybody that's listening to the podcast, okay. I always give you this warning. I do not edit this out. This is part of the process. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the the setup process. So, but yeah, last night's stream was. Um, I was I was very happy with it. I thought it went really well. It did, and yeah, it's uh, it's so experimental, but we. We worked it out. Yeah. And then having the Poe app, that was fun. Having Tina involved. She's just a, she's fun. She is. And if you guys haven't joined us on Josh or Tom's stream, please, please check it out. We'll, we'll, 
uh, give you the Twitch URLs here before we're done. Yeah. All right, let me... Have you seen these cards yet? No, what are those? Oh, these are the ones that, yeah, those, I've seen those. These are the... I saw those on Dale's uh, Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We were going to play today, but we both have a conflict, so we can't play today. But um, we have a podcast scheduled, I think, for Thursday. And we're going we're gonna to nice. try and play with the cards and see just see how the gameplay works. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to ask you. What do you think about the group gameplay? Have you done any group yet? I haven't played personally, but I was watching some of the stream. Uh, I think it, I think it went really well. I think it's really compelling. Uh, like, I can't wait to see all the iterations of this game that come out. Like, that people right. come up with, you know. <laughs> For um, sure. And props to everyone, uh, Josh, Tom, Dale, that are pushing the bar, the boundaries. Right, like that's just going to bring more people in and, and keep the game fun. So, yeah. yep. Yeah, and I think too the uh, the cores only was just such a big hit that mm-hmm. there's there's going to be plenty plenty more of those. All right, so, and I think too he was talking about like instead of three of the same number, you'd be able to get only two of the of that number, okay. which is uh, an interesting concept in itself. We'll turn that off. Audio off. Switch that around. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't be able to have three of any any particular number, which would put you down into the uh, into like the lower tier cards for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So go here. Attack. I can't wait till they sell a gem set. That's going to be beautiful. No. Uh, I was using name? poker chips too. Yeah, I think it was uh, Ryan Ryan Turner. He told me that mm-hmm. there's, uh, on Amazon they have some gems that were similar to what they what they were using at the at the tournament. So I may um I may look into that. But I like this because I like the chips because I can actually like count them pretty quickly. Versus right, right, yeah. They stack nice. You might hear me shuffling my my cards. Sorry, everybody. All right. So. I just got to get my OBS set up proper. So what do you think about playing with slabs versus um, just like your regular deck? Yeah, it's got pros and cons. Because, uh, like, if you want to like change it up real quick, you just can't unless you have the slab. Uh, but it protects them really well, and they stack like these PSA slabs stack really well. But now I've got like some CGC cards, and now I've got some. It's just like I can't intermix them, so I don't know. I think about it every now and then. Like, what am I gonna? Where am I gonna go from here? Am I gonna keep slabbing these series two cards or what? But yeah. All right, cool. All right, so we are ready to play. Little setup process. Cool. Apologies. I think I finally have the the audio right on OBS. So we'll see. Um, and and we'll, like I said, we'll we'll see. <laughs> so call heads or tails. Uh, heads. It was heads. Would you like to attack or defend right. first? I'll attack. All right, and we're off. All right. I'll challenge you to Aura. Decline. Stamina. Accept. 25. 25. Yeah, 25 here. All right, so two stamina to the side, and it remains your attack. I'll challenge you to skill. Decline. Aura. Decline. Stamina. Accept. 25. Copy. 
Nice. You got me. So that's five. Big stamina. Big stamina. Yikes. <laughs> it feels like my game with uh, with Mike yesterday. He just absolutely <laughs> smashed me. Like two, that's awesome. He smashed me the first game. Actually, the first game was competitive. Second game, I beat him pretty quick. And the third game, I just got crushed. Oh, are we doing best out of three? Okay, that's good. It, yeah, yeah. If we can, if you have the time, I'd love that. Yeah. No, I'd love. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, uh, it's my attack. I will attack yeah. stamina. Uh, counter aura. Decline skill. Total score. 72. Yeah, the go. 74. The go. Thanks to Peepaw. I have one of those added. <laughs> All right, so you have three skill. And your attack. It's my attack, right? Yep. All right. Challenge you to skill. Decline aura. Decline stamina. Total. 104. Got 91. Nice. Very nice. See, that's why I went with very rares and not rares for my yeah. for a lot of my rarity points is for that specific reason. Because most of the time, people yeah. are o- they're open to going total score on a rare card, mm-hmm. and like you can push them into going total score versus calling your TTT, and you're just hoping that they're playing right. rare cards. So, um, so now you've got six in one category, right? Yes, Shoot. I. Am, sorry, I'm getting to put these more on. How can I get these on camera? There we go. That's a little better. Yeah, stretch. Here we go. Okay. I'll just slide these over. Okay. I think I may have just showed you the card. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see it. All right, my attack. Well, so you're. I have six. One, two, three, four, five, six in stamina, one in aura, and one in skill so the blue yeah the blue or aura i'll just move these i usually put them in order i don't know why i was being goofed so it's aura skill and then stamina got it yep and then i will attack aura uh let's do skill except 25. Same. All right, so two skill to the side. I stay on the attack. Let's go aura. Two skill. Except again. 25. Same. The burglar. The burglar and the admiral. Two burglars. The same card. Oh, is that the admiral? Yeah. 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 Basically the same card. This is big. If you win this, it's game dub. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's go. Stamina. Let's go Aura. Except. 24. 25. Ah, game. Oh, that's going to hurt you. Oh. <laughs> no, that's game. Good job. That's game? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah that went quick. That's a huge tie bank. Yeah. All right. I didn't think you were going to accept that. I wasn't going to, but then I also didn't want to go total. So I was like, just let me 
let me try and accept the, the 24 and push it. Yeah, my TTT was card watching was your up. Face, my TTT was up next. Sons of bitches. All right, shuffling again here. Another thing I I mention every single time that I that we play, and I'm sure that everybody listening to this is tired of hearing it, but I'm going to say it again. I used to just completely set up my deck strength to weakness, like number wise, and then shuffle. I stopped doing that, and I've actually put my rare cards in a pile, and then I will lay the core cards like on top of it, and then stack those, and then shuffle. So my like my rare cards don't stick to each other as much as they used to, because these things are so hard to like to shuffle in a top loader. Yeah. So I'm like, you should try these slabs. Oh, I know. No thanks. (laughs) Playing. uh... Playing Jenga, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, call it in the air. I'll do one, one more cut. All right, heads. It was tails. I will defend. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go Aura. I'm just going to call TTT out of the front. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yep, can't beat that with my elephant. Yep, I'm just going to call it every time that that card comes up. Okay. And let's go attack skill. Mm. Let's do Aura. I'll accept Aura. 25. 24. Two. Your attack. It's attack skill. Accept. 25. Two 25s. Got a Harpic. Harpic the Elephant. Uh... Let's go skill. Decline. Stamina. Accept. 23. Perspective Pigeon v. Heart Trooper. Pigeon goes down. And then you had two stamina on that one. I will attack skill. Except. 25. 24. Ooh. Should have challenged you. Except an early. Oh, wait. You had. You won that last one, so you had one in the bank on skill as well. I didn't clear the bank. Okay. And then your attack. Except twenty four. Twenty five. Nice. Attack skill. Except. 25. 20. Damn eel. <laughs> um, your attack. Uh, attack skill. Decline. Aura. Except. 24. 24. So two aura to the bank. You keep the attack. I'll challenge you to aura. Except. 
25. Stays on you for the attack. That was cat on cat. Mm-hmm. Cat on cat right there. Yeah, I feel like we need to say the characters for the I know, I think, the listeners. I think uh, moving forward, that's, I like that. Whenever you called that out, I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. Because I do that yeah. for the YouTube channel. Like, I'll put up the cards while people are playing. I think it's really fun uh, to be able to see the actual cards as the person's playing it. I haven't seen that. I'll check out what you're doing. That's cool. Yeah, like a uh, cam almost. Yeah. Skill? Except. 25. 24. Darn. Ooh. Needed that. Where are we at? You've got... Uh, I have four... I gotta be able to. This used to. This used to be higher. I had like a little stand on this. I can see. So I got six there, four skill, and one stamina. Okay. I know it makes a difference. And then my attack it does. We'll go aura. Skill. Except. 25. Nice. 25, burglar. Two to the middle, my attack. Oh, attack aura. Skill. Stamina. Doesn't really matter here. Total score. 72. Yeah, you got it. 71. Gratitude Gorilla me. versus Accountable Ant. Dang. One, Good two. game. Was that game? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. so. Yep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. Whew. One and one. Right. Rubber match. Let's go. Man, that's tough whenever, like, I had a bunch of my rare cars pop up right at the gate. And I've yeah, learned that lesson I, from not like, so I was trying to play that sweet swan where I would try and go total score and it just, I just kept getting called on it and I got so mad because yeah. it's basically a wasted rarity card at that point. Right. So that's where I've been. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to play this card the way that I, I'm, I set out, like I strategized to play it, even if it's the very yeah. first card. And that's what I said in my head, and it, it ended up being the very first card. <laughs> so, there we go. Yeah, I had some, I had some regrets in that one. Uh, All right. The more you play, the more you learn. Exactly. Good. Exactly. That's why I think hands are important. So, call it in the air. Heads or tails? Heads. Head. What do you call it? It was tails. I will Great. defend. Okay. Uh, start with skill. Except. 25. 25. Elephant V Admiral. Just took out the, uh, a rare Admiral. Attack stays on you. I'll do TTT. Yeah. That's that perfect. <laughs> that's the perfect card. The per- it is two twenty five spec. You can't get anything higher than that, can you? Yeah, nothing can be. It's nice to play a card that can't be beat. Yeah, it's the absolute gem. All right, my attack. Well, let's just do it back to back. TTT. There you go. Okay. Nice. What, what did I take Got out? Seventy three. Nice. All right. So now we're playing raw. Let's go. <laughs> All right, both TTs are used. Your attack. Three rounds and they're both out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, skill. 
decline aura. Decline stamina. Total. One oh, of four. Back me into that corner. Good for you. All that talk about my very rares not sticking together. Yeah. They stuck together. Little <laughs> shits. <laughs> my attack. All right. Let's hang out on Aura. Except 24. 25. Nice. Black Cat versus Alien. Slide you guys over here so we can see. Okay. And your attack. Stu's kill. Except. 24. 24. Nice. Narwhal and Resilient Red Devil. 24s across. Hate, <laughs> hate to see it. <laughs> it's a mandatory card, though, out there. Yeah. Start with Aura. Except. 24. 24. Uh, skill. Stamina. Set. 23. 24. Red Devil versus Pigeon. Pigeon goes down. All right, so you had two stamina on that. And then you got the tie bank as well. And then my attack. Let's go stamina. Go aura. Silence. I love it. Decline. Skill. Hmm. Total score. 73. Oh, got you by one. Oh, man. Nice. Get goat. Get goat versus burglar. The goat comes out. So you got three aura, four skill, four stamina. I have three aura, two skill, two stamina. And your attack. It's two stamina. Except 25. 24. Nice. My attack. Let's go stamina. Except 25. So this was perfect Persian, the panda. Tie. attack stamina to skill except 25 nice nice win so heart trooper versus elf and your attack Stu Aura. Except. 23. Yep. 25. Glad I accepted that. So that was Gratitude Gorilla v. 
the black cat. And with him having fours, like he's got four stamina, four skill, and they only had three aura, I was like, let me just throw away this card. Yeah, like that was probably not the best aura call by me. All right, my attack. We'll go stamina. Let's do aura. Except twenty five. Nice. Uh, two aura. Attack skill. Except twenty five. Burglar versus panda. Tie ball game. We're getting through them here. Yeah, man. Good game. Go stamina. Skill. Except. 25. Oh, 25. oh that gorilla. <laughs> the gorilla v. Skeleton, the two weak boys. All right. So no, no, we're. Yeah, that's tied. Yeah. Yep. My attack still. Oy, oy, oy. Oh man, I gotta go stamina. Gotta go stamina. I'll take it. Twenty-four. Same. Twenty-four. Oh my gosh. pick versus alert ape. It's a big one. Man, this is where you want your TTT. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um. Stamina. Ara. Skill. I think I'm better off doing total points, even though. Yes, yeah, 79. The eel. Nice. Good win. The eel finally wins good something win. for me. Good win. <laughs> so, wait, what did you just challenge me there? Hold on. Let's go back yeah. how this would have played out. So, I came out strong. I came out with the 25. Damn. You came back damn, at me with damn. aura. And then I went back to yeah. skill just to just because <laughs> I needed to try and yeah, get Yeah, you got me. You yeah. got me to total score. Yeah. So I think that's so if game. I would have accepted yeah. either of those, yeah. Yeah, that would have been it. But that was the thing, like good even playing. even back on uh, my goat, because there was a there was a good back and forth on the goat. I think uh, you won that mm-hmm. tie break. I wish I would have pushed that to total. Right. Because you had a 71. I think you beat me. You tied me with the gorilla. or No, you didn't tie me with the gorilla. The alert aper. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyhow, you, you tied me there. And that's that's like what set forward these these ties. That long tie. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Good games. Yeah, that was. Man, those were, we were almost out of. I know. We were almost out of cards there. I was Crazy. done. I my very rares came up pretty much at the beginning of the game. One, yeah. two, third, fourth card, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. By the eighth card, I was out of my pretty much out of my rarity points. Yeah. Eighth, and then the tenth card. By the tenth card, I had one rare card left. I was fighting. I was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> good game my friend that was fun is there fun. um is there anything else that you you wanted to uh get across to the listeners anything that you, they should be looking out for i think uh 
you know, our league right now, we've got some cool stuff in the pipe. I'm not ready to announce yet, but trying to always trying to think about how we can deliver value and keep this growing to the community. And so got some things around the website that are going to be coming. Um, and once we're ready to put that out there, we'll let you know, we'll put it on socials, but if anybody had a suggestion, uh, or, or an idea, where could they reach you at? Yeah, so uh, IJ Rob on Twitter or same on Discord. Both places will get me. All right, perfect. All right, Jay, thank you so much, my friend. Enjoy the day. Until next thank time, you, guys. Thank you, too. Build Appreciate those. you. Have a good day. Yes, sir. See ya. Build those decks. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform to stay updated with each exciting episode. Until next time. May your strategies be sharp and your decks ever victorious.